So do we have an idea of where to take it next? Like, do we just jump straight to that room? Yeah, I think jumping straight to that room might be interesting and then kind of letting whatever we decide we find in there be the guide for, like, kind of how we wrap the story up. Okay. So uh, do we have an idea of what's in that room? I kind of had an idea. Uh-huh. What were you thinking? So it, it would be something that, you know, the, the Delacroix want to keep under lock and key, but they can't keep it in their own museum for whatever reason. So I think, like, because we've been kind of playing with, like, alternate worlds and, like, different timelines, like, I think they have, like, little artifacts and like bits of of things from other worlds like like you know that classic sort of like newspaper headline changes type stuff like maybe something from a history where the delacroix weren't as powerful like like any any like thing in the town's history where a delacroix was just like another family took prominence or there are a lot of different families like Like something that kind of yeah like proves that their dominance isn't always like a guaranteed thing or like isn't a thing in all worlds yeah and i like said i think we had talked about like the delacroix even in this world um kind of over inflating their importance in like the founding of the town so i think maybe like some things from this world but like collections of like like you said like newspaper articles that show that kind of across all realities it's never been the Delacroix that founded stability. Ooh, I like mm. that. That they're like evidence that this reality of Delacroix in charge is like a, what is it? An anomaly. Yeah. Yeah. Or like through like accessing powers to these other worlds, they like tweak historical events so that the, you know, from all the different places where a Delacroix did something and then just united all of those accomplishments into one universe. Ooh. I like that. Yeah. Almost like a, a like back to the future, getting the sports betting book, like the Delacroix family in this timeline was able to connect to these other worlds and see where their family had failed in the past. Uh-huh. Yeah. And then rectifying that in this timeline so that at least there's a one timeline where they have the power that they think they deserve. Mm-hmm. Okay. That, yeah. Cool. So yeah. what's the scene then? Is, is it the, the crab man and Felicia like opening up that door, like just digging through all the, the stuff in there? Yeah. I think that do we want to bring Cameron into this? Like, I, I know Cameron's kind of secluded, um, but like also has like at least a little bit of vested interest in this since that they've been helping Felicia go through all of the stuff in the other room that like it might feel right to have Cameron here, too. Yeah, I, th- I think it could make sense to have everybody there for that kind of reveal. Yeah, I imagine it's like later at night. I don't know if the security guard in front of the door stays there 24-7 and we have to distract them, 
or if we can just like wait till they're off duty and kind of break into the building. Mm-hmm. Oh, how much of the crab man's actual lineage does he reveal to Felicia and Cameron? Like I, I have the key because I'm part of the family or is, is he like, you know, don't, don't ask about it. Unless people bring it up. Um, I think he just says he managed to get the key. Yeah, I don't think Felicia's too curious about how the key, how you got the key. Just more curious about what's behind that door. Yeah, it's the crab man. Crab man just does things sometimes. Yeah, it's not out of the ordinary. Okay. Yeah, so like I was gonna, I was thinking like if you were gonna reveal yourself, then you could conceivably just order the guard to leave, but maybe it's just easier that they're not there in the first place. I mean, I guess we're we're playing with a lot of weird stuff, but it does feel kind of weird to have a security guard in like a locked enclosed building at like two in the morning. Yeah, it's it's city hall. Everyone else leaves at five. Yeah. <laughs> I think saying that, like, we kind of, and that adds a level of tension potentially too of like us getting caught breaking into this building at two in the morning. Right. Ken- Kenzie could get away with being like, oh, I just decided to burn the midnight oil. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh huh. But then the cops are going to be like, and why do you have just two randos with you? They're project assistants. Oh, yeah. Oh, and the, the dean and the residents are both in town hall too. So this will be yeah good chance for fun times. I think I'll, like, stepping into this room, kind of just, like, completely forget the other two are there, and just start looking around and organizing and rearranging stuff and whatnot, and I want to do a project move uh, that will bump my project up to five, and I'm gonna let it twist one of my traits. Uh, let's see. Curiosity killed a cat, obsessed, a believer in the supernatural, just like old times, neglecting the present, tied to the island. Like, I want some realization, maybe like twist just like old times, some realization that like, this is wrong, like this reality is, like, was manipulated. Like, we've been cheated out of our, like, real history, or, uh, we've, yeah, we've been manipulated or something. I like that. Mm-hmm. I think even just changing it to, like, we've been cheated is yeah. interesting. Like, now you have to deal with this concept of the fact that, like, you've sort of always suspected that the Gauthier family was more important to the island than people realized and now you're realizing like just how much was stolen from your family in this timeline oh i like that uh, i'm gonna change tied uh tied to the island to yeah uh we've been cheated what are some of the artifacts that you find that point to your family's kind of prominence in these other timelines I think, like, you know, the Gauthier have, like, a family crest. Um, so that's been, like, you know, taken and hidden away or, like, 
in, in, in a lot of like the newspaper em- uh, and emblems and whatnot, like the flag me like denoting that of their importance. Like maybe uh, there is like a picture of town hall and like the design reminds her of like her great grandfather's like architectural style like you know he was an architect or something it's like oh my god my great-grandfather could have built city hall um or like uh what else gothier um her twin sister living a full life oh yeah I love the idea that maybe your sister is like mayor in one of the other timelines or something like that. Yeah, she like did something important and like positively impactful. Yeah. I think I'm going to take this as a moment to make a resonance move Uh, and ask Felicia, do you and your project still want the same thing? Oh, that's a good question. So my project. Studying is going to be dangerous. It came from something inside me, my family history. Goals of my project are uncertain. Yes, I think we still want the same thing. I still, I think we still want this secret to be known. It's just that the secret is bigger than what Felicia can contain within herself as like a person. It's like, it involves parallel universes, time travel, her family's like numerous accomplishments or whatnot. So, yeah, yeah, it's a big meal for her to eat. But I, I believe they still want the same thing and to be out. So as a follow up, I'm supposed to tell you how you're wrong. Mm. And I think I'm going to leave this up to you. Mm-hmm. Is it Felicia or her project that wants vengeance. Oh. I give me a second. I, I'm pretty sure it's gonna be the project wants vengeance because I'm gonna take yeah, it's gonna be the project wants vengeance, and I'm gonna take one of the project advances that reflects that. Awesome. Uh you also get a token from that. Ooh, thank you. Holy shit. Uh, one of the project advances is called The Ravening. I choose a person or object and devour it, as well as eradicating it from everywhere that has uh, it has ever been documented. Oh, shit. There will be absolutely no evidence of this thing existing, then destroy me. <laughs> oh, that is sort of perfect for a project that wants vengeance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and, like, it's a minus four, so I have to, like, do things to, like, you know, build up to eradicating, uh, the Delacroix. So, I want to make a move as the Dean. It's a for uh, a foreground move, and I want to ask the Crab Man, who are you letting down right now? Okay. And that comes with the note, if they don't come up with a good enough answer, we'll decide for them and let everyone know. Oh. I mean, I think the like the sort of obvious answer that I don't want to go with is either the dean or my father, because like obviously I'm I'm helping you get secrets about the family, but I I think the real answer, the answer that the crab man is actually concerned with, is his mother. I think that his mother was kind of an innocent in all of this. Like she was one of the only good things in his life. 
Uh, and I think it was probably her passing away that led him to leave the family. But I think that, like, I don't think he's worried about disappointing her as much in, in, in as much of, like, letting these secrets out as much as, like, all his mother ever wanted was peace in the family. And this is obviously going to cause a lot of chaos. And I think that, like, in the back of his mind, the crab man just thinks about the fact that, like, as much as he hates his father, as much as he hates his brother, he's doing something that would have made his mother incredibly sad. Interesting. Okay. Yeah, I, I think that is one of the the collection of artifacts that you find in this room is, like, an old newspaper clipping kind of announcing the the marriage of your mother to Severin Delacroix. Oh. And I, I think, you know, in, in this photograph, like from this universe, the you know, the Delacroix are like of much humbler means. Yeah, you know, the it's not like the the big lavish sort of wedding that you had seen uh, pictures from in your childhood family photo albums. Like it's it's a much smaller affair from from the timeline. You know, you think that the Delacroix were not not really much of of anything, but you know all the same. Seeing that that clip kind of reminds you of not only the the kind of wish that your mother had in this timeline, but kind of the idea that there are other timelines out there where your mother could have had a a happier family that got along if the family weren't nearly as prominent and powerful as as they were in this one. Oh, that's so sad. Uh, and I think, like, uh, on camera, you see the crab man just kind of, like, fold that newspaper article up and put it in his pocket. Oh, I want to do a ghost move and show Cameron how one of us used to be just like them. Uh, one of the ghosts. So, like, this will represent, like, the people that never were or the potentials that they never achieved due to the tamperings of the Delacroix. Maybe it's, like, um... A piece of artwork that really moves Cameron. And then it breaks your heart that it's, like, kept secret and, like, locked up. Like something that Cameron created or, like, from another, like, local artist that they respect? I think maybe something Cameron could have created. Or, like, it just looked... It, yeah, maybe it just looks very familiar to you, but it's just so beautiful, right? Like, it's like, it perfectly encapsulates what you want to make, the peak of your talent or something. Like, the expression of it just hits you just right, you know? Is it is it something that ca a Cameron from one of the other timelines created? Yeah, probably. Yeah, like I'm I'm looking at the my my traits parentheses lies I tell myself and like the the idea that I I could have left the island too but chose to stay. So I think maybe this is from a universe where Cameron was able to leave and like you know became this this artist with you know the power to move even themselves 
And so good. I I think that creates a very complicated feeling for them. Yeah, that's real good. Uh, So what is the painting of? Well, what what kind of medium? Yeah, yeah. Those Cameron. Like Cameron's doing a sculpture in this world. But I don't know. I think maybe it would be interesting for like another world's Cameron to be pursuing a different art and, you know, that having the, the power to move them in a way that like the sculpture is just a job, but like this is Cameron's preferred medium. I want to say, yeah, it's probably more like a, a painting. What is a painting of? Like it's got to reflect like Cameron's like soul essentially, right? Yeah. You know, I, I think it is like one of those paintings that, is like if you're looking at it from a, a different angle or a different lighting, it, it shows like two very different things. So I think it's almost like a a landscape kind of view of stability, like as seen from the mainland shore or like a, a boat a ways away. And it's it's almost like there's this kind of ghostly image overlaying the island like if you look at it from one angle it's just sort of like the the fog on the island as the the sun is rising behind it but if you look at it from the other way it looks like the entire island is on fire i love like like uh current timeline uh universe Cameron has like sketches very similar to this landscape and you've been like playing around with this idea but you can never get like the perspectives correct like and like here you see it fully made yeah like something kind of capturing uh like Cameron's kind of ambivalence about the their fate in this life and like seeing it portrayed in like perfect form by a Cameron who left the island is like like more than what the actual contents of the painting it's what the painting represents to them mm. because in this world it's just an idea that Cameron has had and now like seeing it fully realized like Cameron needed to live a different life in order to be able to create this painting yeah yeah are there any kind of strong ideas about like anything left in the scene i think i have an idea that probably will help us kind of wrap the scene up uh I, i'm gonna use a resonance move over in the corner kind of as we're going i imagine there's a bunch of tables around that are just covered with like boxes and these boxes are filled with newspapers and stuff but in the corner of the room there is like it looks like some kind of piece of furniture and it's covered with like a drop cloth. And I think the crab man is kind of poking around and he goes over and he pulls the drop cloth off. And in the corner, there is this kind of like it's a, a massive throne that looks like it's carved out of driftwood. And at first, the throne is empty. And then I am going to use the resonance move, sunder the veil, and reveal what we look like. Ooh. Uh, And I think so, like, we all look at this throne, and at first it's empty. And then suddenly, sitting on the throne, is this humanoid figure 
that is every inch of them is like writhing and boiling. And we realize almost immediately that is because this humanoid figure is made out of just like thousands of crabs crawling all over each other. Uh, oh, I'm so spooked. Uh, and I think wow. that it is, it is, it holds its form for just a moment before kind of exploding in this wave of crabs just kind of spill out through the room. And I need to destroy something or change it forever. God, I think Felicia is just like screaming at the top of her lungs, running away. And she's going to be afraid of crabs for the rest of her life. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think. I'm uh-huh. just going to add that to a trait afraid of crabs. That's fair. I am going to change, or I'm just going to straight up destroy the chronicler's trait of loving the ocean. The ocean does not love you back. Yeah, this is a fair moment to just get rid of that, because I don't think the crab man ever wants... Because he is, like, right there, so I think he gets the brunt of the, like, explosion of crabs. Uh, and I think he first screams and then is, like, just frantically, like, backpedaling and trying to shake crabs. And there's, like, you know, tiny little baby crabs. I think there's, like, some big... I don't think there's any, like, full, like, Alaskan king crab-sized crabs, but they're, like, all different sizes, and he's just trying to, like, throw them off of him as he runs out of the room. Cameron is just in, like, a, a panic. Like, they're, they're at the, probably the rear of the group as as the crab man unveils this throne. So, like, by the, the time that the wave of crabs just disperses out from that throne, I think... Like the entire floor is just kind of covered with crabs, and you know, the crabs kind of start uh, like crawling up the the sides of, of different objects, or like like pinching onto uh, like bits of Cameron's clothing to because they're also kind of being swept away in the mass of crabs, and and Cameron just goes into like one of those panics where you're just like flailing around, like just like rubbing every bit of yourself, like trying to brush crab off of you. And there's just so many crabs. Far too many crabs. Far, far too many crabs. We just need like a little counter in the bottom left corner to say how many times we've said crabs in the past five minutes. Uh-huh. <laughs> and... I, I feel like the, the game kind of means this in an emotional sense, but I'll just kind of ask a question to the group. How will we hurt each other in this tidal wave of crabs? What damage do we cause either to the room or to each other physically? Mm, that's a good question. I like the idea that like um, when we come back to the room, there's still like some straggler crabs and whatnot. But all the evidence is destroyed. It's been, like, pinched and pulled apart or, like, wet and soggy. And there's just, like, nothing salvageable remaining in that room after the crab infestation. Oh, that's good. Mm. Oh, is is there, like, one thing that we managed to save or, like, like something that we can use to kind of carry this knowledge we have to other people. Well, the crabman has that photo of his mother. Yeah, I have that. That's right. I like the idea that, like, the, the room is just in tatters. Everything, and, like, 
everything is like wet and soaking and smelling of like briny seawater. And the only thing left, I think, is that throne just sitting there ominously among the wreckage of all of this information that we could have used. Yeah, like the one thing still standing after it is just this throne that is fully like untouched by by time or reality. It's creepy and ominous. It's like the least useful piece of it. Like, we don't know anything about it. It isn't like an article or anything that like, it's just, it's no good to us as like a, like, look at all of the evil things the Delacroix family has done. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's just this creepy, ominous throne that reminds us of our failure. Yeah. And it, it doesn't even seem relevant to the rest of the room as far as we can tell. So there's that lingering question, like, why was this throne locked away in the first place yeah because it can summon crabs that's why just a an old-fashioned stability crab mm -hmm. chair you know what town doesn't have an old-fashioned crab chair i guess this raises the question like where do we think the story goes from here mm. or i guess even does the story go from here like with all of the evidence destroyed that could kind of be the conclusion of our story. Mm -hmm. Like, even with the evidence destroyed, I don't think Kinsey would give up, like, trying to expose it. It's just, like, that much harder. Yeah, and I love that, because, like, we know, based on our timeline, that, like, Felicia sticks around. Mm-hmm. And, like, is that, like, is Felicia in the modern day, like, still trying? Yeah, I love that. Yeah. Like, she's keeping it secret um, because she doesn't want another catastrophe like the crab throne to happen again. And she's, like, a little more cautious. But, yeah, she is still trying to amass enough evidence of, like, the Delacroix have robbed us of our timeline and our reality and maybe that's why she became a teacher is to like kind of plant those seeds of doubt or like teach some of the knowledge from these other timelines so like like yeah my like it's not just the delacroix who who have made this town what it is mm -hmm. like there's here's all these other little families who did things too yeah yeah to like kind of tip the scales of like balance by like also harping on the deeds of non-delacroix members of the community i love that Get those some limelight yeah yeah i love the idea of like felicia still like in modern day stability like throwing functions of just like having lectures about amazing things that other families from stability have done and like really celebrating the histories of non-delacroix families yeah i love it because it also like uh, at the beginning of this game, I was like, the goals of my project on are, are uncertain. I don't know when uh, uh, what when it will be complete. And the answer is like, it's still not complete. <laughs> yeah. So where do we think Cameron goes from here? I've, I've been kind of going back and forth between two options. One is maybe a, a bit more of a 
a happier ending, which is, you know, now that now that Cameron knows if if they do leave the island, it, it does unlock some kind of artistic potential in them. Like maybe the idea that, you know, it's later in life, but you know, if if Cameron leaves the island, then you know they they could become something close to what they saw. And the other darker version is that she kind of falls further in with the Delacroix because, like, on some level, Cameron knows they have some kind of connection to alternate realities and the ability to see them or like get things to or from them. And, you know, maybe Cameron just goes chasing for that reality where they are already, like, a a successful artist. Um, I like mm -hmm. that. The darker one. Yeah, going deeper with the Delacroix feels so sad, but also, like, understandable. Like, the, the, the room literally got washed away by crabs. In, in our world, the, the Delacroix are the only game in town. Yeah, I, I've got the got the trait. I know who writes the checks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, and it, and it's continuing to enforce that idea that I chose to stay on the island. Yeah. Like that has to have been for a reason. Oh, and I think there's oh. just that heartbreaking moment of you like realizing I could leave mm-hmm. and go out and become this amazing artist who leaves, but then you don't. Yeah, because nobody leaves. The last card I I pulled from the uh, tarot, Stability Tarot, was the Keeper, Longevity, Loyalty, Assistance. So you kind of, like, you know, fall under that umbrella category of, like, a servant to the Overseers. That's good. yeah. The fact that the last uh, Longevity is on there reinforces something that I was thinking about for the Crab Man. But I'm going to think on that a little bit longer. Uh, okay. So what were you? I'm sorry. What were you going to say about Cameron? Yeah. Oh, I'm just thinking now that there's got to be like a sad two-player game we can play where we revisit Cameron and Felicia in like the modern timeline as like two people in their like their fifties who, I mean, I assume just based on the the choices we're making that we're not going to be that great of friends anymore. No. We're like simmering enemies. We're like constantly working against each mm-hmm. other, but we keep getting like, you know, pulled together in the same room or like run into each other just because just, you know, just like old times. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I know. Like, so yeah, because we, we had that that faded kind of meeting at the beginning and like just seeing each other again for the first time in forever. And now like we're both back and we're both like in wildly different situations. Yeah, I love that idea as a follow-up for these characters. Because, like, that's just so sad. Mm-hmm. It's too much tragedy for too early in the morning. Yeah. Yeah, we got real <laughs> sad. We got real sad real fast. It's been less than an hour, my friend. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. I was expecting, like, an action-packed, like, two-hour finale. We got, like, a one-hour just real sad story. Mm-hmm. It works. I love it. Yeah, like this was never going to be like a a kick down the Delacroix's front door and like set everything right yeah. type of game. I do love though the idea about like Felicia still being in town working on her project, and her project has 
that advance where like Felicia still has the ability at some point to pull the trigger on that and wipe someone out of existence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's just mm-hmm. like slowly building up the like what it, what the story version of the tokens are for for that trigger to be pulled. It's just like you know very hard to collect those pieces. It takes a while. Yeah, and it's interesting because like I could see like part of the reason why she's not doing it is because she still needs more information, and if like she goes and wipes Severin Delacroix out of existence and every trace of his existence is erased, that will erase pretty much all of the evidence that she could gather. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Felicia's gonna spend 20 years banking tokens and this cash in like a hundred <laughs> of them at once. I'm gonna die, but I'm gonna take the Delacroix family with me. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So I think part of the deal that the crab man had to make to get that key involved giving away his research to his family. Oh. And I think the crab man, like we see him maybe five, ten years down the line, and he looks younger than he's ever looked, and he's like cut his wild hair, uh, and he's in a suit and tie, and I think the crab man is the CEO of Gaia. Oh, he's like unrecognizable. I think that he, he sold himself out to his family again, and they put him in charge of the company that's going to do all sorts of awful things with the research that he's done over the last decade. Yeah. That's fucked up. That's kind of an interesting little twist in in his story, though. Like, like because his brother just sort of thought, like, "Oh, you're frittering away with crabs," and then like you show Severin your research, and like, "Oh, like there's actually something here. I'm going to put you in charge of something." Yeah, and I think that probably makes the dean so mad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, which is like probably for the crab man, like the only little bit of solace he can take. Like he hates every second of this. Uh, but the little bit of solace is just that it makes his brother so mad. Hey, I mean, take it from somebody who's also taking checks from the Delacroix. They got deep pockets, they got a lot of resources. I'm sure you're learning some real cutting-edge crab science. Sometimes you just gotta do it. hmm Do Cameron and the Crab Man ever cross paths again? They're kind of in a similar orbit. That's a good question. I think maybe we do, but, like, Cameron has no idea that it's the Crab Man. Interesting. Like, I would probably remember Cameron, but, like, I'm so ashamed. Like, when I realize that Cameron doesn't know who I am, I don't think I would ever correct that. I I assume you're not going by the crab man at this point. You're going by your Delacroix name. So you just introduce yourself as that. Like, oh, okay. New, new person to take orders from, I guess. Yeah. Archibald Delacroix. Uh, And I think like, because we established that Gaia comes from the mainland. So I think that like for a little while, at least the crab man like leaves the island. He doesn't go far. Like the Gaia head corporate headquarters are like. 15 miles down the coast from stability. 
Um, but mm-hmm. so like, that's kind of where he's based out of. So like, it might even be like 15 or 20 years later, uh, that they like actually see each other again. My suggestion, which I think still kind of works is that we kind of become awkward friends slash like drinking buddies who just kind of like commiserate as people who like used to have these ideals, but signed them over to the Delacroix in order to attempt to realize some of the, the goals that we had. I love that. I think that like, cause they're both people who absolutely loathe that we've sold ourselves to the Delacroix, but like we still did it. Mm-hmm. And so we're, we're two people who kind of can understand each other on a, a level that not many other people can. Cause I feel like most of the people who aren't Delacroix who work for the Delacroix just don't care. Yeah. And they don't know Delacroix huge secret that, you know, it, the place, the position that they're holding is unearned. That's right. Yeah. I love that. And I, I like the idea of maybe then playing out something in the future between Cameron and the, in the crab man, where they're old and drinking together and like maybe then that's finally when it comes out that Cameron's drinking buddy Archie is actually the crab man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think I like the idea that the Delacroix have this kind of like weirdly unnaturally long life in a, and particularly like a like keen sharp long life. So I think that like Severin is not like, you know, 300 years old, but I think that Severin is maybe like over a hundred and still like 100% with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so like all of the Delacroix live these like slightly longer than natural lives um, and like never descend into like dementia or any of the kind of standard hallmarks of old age. Like mm-hmm. crabs. I think maybe the the crab research might be part of why that happens. Oh, this story did not go anywhere near where I expected it to, but it's so good. No, me neither. Holy shit. What? Yeah. Yeah. Just the kind of like, well, I mean, genuinely, what are we going to do? Like, there's no evidence. Crabs took everything. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, that ended up being for me like the moment where I was like, maybe this is the final scene. Cause like originally I thought we were gonna get like get the evidence and go do something. But like the idea of ending the story on this kind of heartbreaking note of like we came so close to doing what we wanted to do. Uh-huh. Yeah. And then it all got washed away in a sea of crabs. Yeah. 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 The Delacroix have made some kind of real dark deal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a big beast to take apart from the inside. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, such a bummer. So sad. And like, and like settled in the conclusion of like, you know, where are like characters futures go? Like it just settled in like so perfectly. Like it was just like uh, a metal thing sinking into the bottom, just like settling into that sand. It's like, yeah, that works. That makes sense. Yeah. That was, yeah. Like the alternative is we become like weirdos screaming conspiracy theories Mm -hmm. to whoever will listen. And, and, and that feels like kind of 
the arc of of the whole game that we started out with is like do we cling to a truth that you know is not great but you know makes us feel just or do we go with a lie that we can work with and and find some kind of peace in mm-hmm. yeah it feels like it does feel very natural for this kind of ending you know and we're playing a game that's talking about like the evils of old power and money and like how impossibly difficult it is to fight that. Yeah. Yeah. Like you said, it is, it is satisfying. It feels right, but oh, big bummer. Uh huh. Yeah. As someone who really does like, like sad, sad stories, these are the moments where I'm like, what's wrong with yeah, me? Yeah. <laughs> why, why do I take enjoyment in these kinds of stories? Uh-huh. But it was so good. juicy. Yeah, I feel like if we did another like two, three hours of us getting the evidence and taking down the crime, it would feel like very like saccharin, but like artificial sugar sweetener saccharin. Yeah. No, this is good and heavy. I mean, it's we're doing horror games, so get ready for a lot of downer endings. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah most of our stories probably aren't gonna end great. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, this is a a very mundane sort of like the crushing horrors of the the unshakable wealth. Yeah. 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 And yeah. I don't maybe next we can do something where like a a giant uh tentacle monster murders us. Mhm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that at least, you know, you you feel justified in death when you get murdered by a monster that you have no control mm-hmm. over. Yeah. <laughs> My problems are over. I'm dead. <laughs> Everyone else has to deal with this tentacle monster yeah. now. <laughs> I've only fed it my body and screams. 